Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How do and welcome to another episode of Squirm. I just want to say a big thanks for all the continued support everyone's been giving us. Um, and once again, we've got a, another celebrity from the history dweebs, Tim. I bet that he loves that I'm calling him a celebrity. Now, Chuck was on a couple of weeks ago, uh, and now it's Tim's turn. So there's a bit of rivalry there. Now, having listened to both stories, that um, Chuck's was more of a well-told story. Tim's is absolutely graphic. Now, Tim definitely gets a massive amount of lab points. Out of 10, you're going to get about a nine and a half for this. Uh, but you also get my concern, Tim. Now, the concern is that you're falling into dark behaviours and I'm worried that, obviously, it might progress into other things. So I am a bit worried about you, Tim. So I'm going to let Tim take it away. I uh, hope you enjoy as much as I did. Average, red-blooded American male. I have two great passions in my life. One is travel, and the second is beautiful women. When I can combine those two passions, I'm very, very happy. I've been fortunate to travel all over the world and have met a lot of beautiful women. Probably the most uh, unique experience I had, though, occurred when I was on a business trip to the city of El Paso, Texas. El Paso is located in the southwest part of Texas, and it is on the border with the uh, country of Mexico. Now, across the border, across the bridge, is the city of Juarez, Mexico. So I was in El Paso and worked during the day. I had some meetings. And in the evening, I found myself uh, sitting alone in my hotel room, and I was bored. There's not a whole lot that goes on in El Paso, or at least there wasn't at that time. So I thought it might be a good idea to walk across the bridge and walk into Mexico and visit the city of Juarez. Now, at the time, there was only two things I knew about Juarez, Mexico. One, it was considered dangerous. 
And two, I had read somewhere that the actor Nick Nolte had went to Juarez as a young man uh, to fulfill his uh, carnal um, pleasures. So I thought, hmm, there must be women in Juarez and probably women of a certain nature, of a certain profession. So I decided to walk over the bridge uh, and enter Mexico. Now, when I got to Juarez, it was about 7.30 in the evening, so the sun was just setting. Very beautiful evening. I walked a few blocks into, away from the border, and I ran into a little bar, a little cantina. So I stopped at this bar to have a drink, and I was the only American in the whole bar. It was filled with a lot of locals, uh, men, and some very, very attractive young ladies. So I, I ordered my beer, and I do not speak Spanish. Well, I didn't speak Spanish then. I, I speak a little now, but at the time I didn't speak any Spanish at all. So I was just sitting at the at my table drinking a beer, admiring all the beautiful women when one of the young ladies came up to my table. And her name was Maria. And Maria was a Mexican goddess. She was beautiful. She looked like a young Sama Hayek. Uh, Maria was 24 years old with dark raven hair, beautiful eyes, beautiful smile, and very um, generous uh, breast, very large. And Maria sat down. Now, Maria could not speak English, but that didn't, um, that did not stop us from having a pleasant uh, time together. I bought Maria a drink. We talked, we danced, and um, she would brush what little hair that I have uh, away from my face. She would touch my leg, and I was having a pretty good time with the beautiful young Maria. After about an hour of playing charades with Maria and having no real conversation, the barmaid walked up to our table. Now, the barmaid spoke a little bit more English than Maria, which was none at all, and she asked me in broken English if I would like to spend some time with Maria upstairs. Apparently, the bar had some rooms available for rent above, um, above the bar area. So, um, not wanting to miss this opportunity to spend more quality time with my young Selma Hayek, I asked the um, barmaid how much that would set me back. And she told me it was roughly $70, U.S. dollars, which seemed like a bargain to spend quality time in a uh, suite with the young Maria. So I paid my $70 to the barkeep, and she directed me to a room on the second floor of the bar. The room was sparsely uh, furnished. Uh, there was just a bed and a sheet that I don't think had been changed since uh, Pancho Villa was a young man. Uh, and she, the barkeep, told me to remove my clothes, and Maria would be with me momentarily. So I did just as I was uh, instructed. I removed my clothes down to my boxers and I sat on the edge of the bed, this old creepy bed, alone in this uh, room. After about 20 minutes of anxiously waiting, my 
Mexican uh, goddess, there was a knock at the door. Uh, nervously, I opened the door, anticipating uh, being reunited with the lovely Maria. However, when I opened the door, I found that it was not Maria. Maria was 5'7 and weighed about 110 pounds and was 24 years old. The woman who answered the door was about 5'2, 160 pounds, and she was about 124 years old. So naturally, I was concerned. My concern was that I had been a victim of the old bait and switch. So I was getting a little agitated, and the little old fat Mexican woman could not speak English, or she spoke very little English. But she reached in. She was very, very sharply dressed. She reached into her uh, smock that she was wearing and poured out uh, a little bit of tissue paper that she placed in the palm of her right hand, and she held her hand out. Now, I have no idea what's going on here. I paid $70 to spend time with Maria, and yet I've got this... Uh, Grand, her grandmother, it looks like. So I'm trying to ask in, in, in broken Spanish or, or English what the hell was going on, and the little old lady just kept holding out her hand with the tissue paper and spoke the only word of English that she knew, and that word was wiener. Now, I don't know what she means by this, so I'm trying to ask her, where's Maria? I need to talk to the manager. Something's going on here. I'm, you know, I'm getting aggravated because I think I'm being ripped off. I paid for, you know, uh, a New York strip steak, and I, I'm, they, they're bringing me chicken fingers, so I'm, I'm upset. Uh, but the woman was persistent. She just held out the tissue paper uh, in her hand and kept saying the word, wiener. So finally, after about five times of her saying the word wiener, I kind of got that she wanted me to pull out my penis and lay it in on the tissue paper. Now, I'm not worried about $70 at this point. I just want to get the hell out of there because I don't want this old lady touching my penis. All the while, she was insistent and kept saying wiener. So finally, um, with nothing else to lose, I say, what the hell? I pulled down my uh, boxers, and I placed my penis on the tissue. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. Is she going to touch it? Is she, I don't know what's going on. All I know is that this, I've got a 124-year-old woman holding out her hand with tissue paper and, you know, keep repeating the word wiener. Finally, she, after I placed my penis in her hand, in the tissue paper, she stared at it, she looked at it, gave it the once over, and then removed her hand. She then gave me the thumbs up signal and oddly turned around and left the room. Now I'm really confused because, okay, it was bad before I paid my money and Okay, I, I, I wasn't going to get Maria. I wasn't going to spend time with Maria. But even Grandma's leaving the room now. So I'm in this little crappy little room by myself naked 
and out 70 bucks. Well, about five minutes later, there was a knock at the door, and lo and behold, the beautiful Maria appeared. So what I had learned later, after doing some research, uh, Maria and I had a wonderful time, by the way, and it was well worth $70. But anyway, after I learned later, after doing some research, was that in Juarez, they had they have a custom in their brothels of using what is called a dick inspector. Now, I don't know what qualifications one needs to be a dick inspector. I, I, I would like to think that there's some medical training that is required, but my guess is that this woman was going with her life experience. Apparently, they look at your uh, penis. The dick inspector looks at your penis to make sure that there is no, I don't know, open sores. I, I mean, pus. I, I mean, I don't know what they're looking for. But anyway, I kind of felt good because she gave me the thumbs up, meaning that I was good to go and that I was apparently uh, healthy. Um, and again, I don't know how you get that job. I don't know, you know, what kind of resume you need to get that job. I, I'm assuming you you get it. Yeah, it's uh, former um, bar girls who. Uh, can no longer uh, attract uh, customers, and then they just uh, maybe they, they ease into retirement by becoming dick inspectors. That, that's my guess. But anyway, that's my story. Um, it all turned out well in the end. I got to spend a wonderful um, 40 minutes with the beautiful Maria, and uh, also I had my got an all clear on my medical exam. Thank you. Guys, I told you that one was a cracker. Thanks very much, Tim. Uh, we're all ready for my breakdown. Some people think he's a bit brutal, but who gives a shit? Here I go. Now, obviously, Tim, you're willing to cross lines. I don't mean drugs. I mean state lines, if that's what you call it. America to Mexico to visit a lady of the night. Fair play, my friend. Each their own there. Never visited a massage parlour. That's what we call them in the UK because it's not legalised. Uh, it's never been my type of thing. It obviously is your type of thing, Tim, so I don't judge. I hope you had a fantastic time. Now, the thing that shocked me the most about it, Tim, and, and to the, probably the listeners, is at one stage, I believe you were contemplating having sex with the old lady. Now, obviously, you, you passed her your penis, and you weren't sure what was going on, you wanted to get out of the room, but I think there was a slight inkling that you would have had sex with the old lady. That's my gut feeling, Tim. Sorry if it's a bit wrong. Um... What made me laugh the most about it all was you're a red-blooded male. Now, that did tickle me a lot. Uh, <laughs> red-blooded male, obviously, willing to travel across state lines for the pursuit of a vagina. Um, it, it was cracking. It was brutally honest. And, Tim, you were dead on about the Willie Inspector, as I call it. Now, for you guys in the States, probably Willie's not used very often. It is in the UK, so I call her the Penis Inspector. Um, you were dead on with your, you know, overview of it. That I don't think she was medically trained. And, and Tim, I hope you're very well downstairs after that particular experience. And I believe this girl was um, particularly worth it. I don't want all your feedback. But I just want to say a big thank you for having the guts to share a story like that. Because it can be taken in the wrong way. And I absolutely rate you for it. Like I said, um, nine and a half man points to you, Tim. 
Um, I just want to say a brief thank you for uh, all the support from the History Dweebs that they've been giving me. Um, obviously, they're, they're close friends of Ben and Rosanna, uh, the Walk Among Us crew, and they've sort of really helped me out with bigging me up, and they've, they've mentioned me a couple of times, which I greatly appreciate, which will be a surprise to you guys, because everyone thinks I'm an arrogant prick. Isn't the case. I just want to say to... To the listeners, thank you for your continued support. Now, one thing I do want some help with is get behind us on Instagram, please, at Square and Podcast, also on Twitter. And we've also set up a closed group on Facebook. Now, if you do want to be a part of it, please, obviously, add us. And if you're suitable i.e. if you're not crazy, then we'll allow you in. Now, there are some treats there for you. I'm a bit of a Snapchat champion, and you get to see me dance about and my colleagues and stuff like that. There are some cracking videos circulating at the moment. So I just want to say a big thanks to everyone. Have a good week, and always keep smiling. <laughs>